0: unqualified qualified look into the internet searches of our guests each episode we'll be clicking the i'm feeling lucky button of their minds to find the sometimes weird but always wonderful reasons behind each search firstly as i'm sure you've noticed we are now my internet diary Woo. so well done you clever sausages you uh, to be honest it's not for any particular reason legal or otherwise uh, i just wanted to move away from you know any particular brand and also I wanted to preempt any future ceases, desist letters because you know, daddy broke. In uh, even more exciting news, I can announce that my internet diary has also moved to the audio boom platform and so you may hear a few adverts, but put up with it, okay? Because, you know, I fucking do this for free. I need some sandwich money. This know? bit sounds like an advert. Yeah. It's, it's an advert for sandwiches. <laughs> Relax, all right? I'm not sold out. I'm as fucking punk as ever, man. It, you know what? Actually, I'm more punk, to be honest, because now I'm taking money from the man and I'm using it to fight the system by buying beer uh, and vinyl and the occasional party um, hat. Hats. <laughs> so fight the power. I agree. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, we also have a new website at www.myinternetdiarypodcast.com, uh, where you can find all the previous episodes linked from audioboom.com, and a portrait of the guest. If you want to know what all these fucking Irish bastards look like, <laughs> could they're clever, yeah, fair description. Go there and see an ugly drawing of them. Oh my! Your, uh, I mean, guest. Yours are pretty ugly, yeah. Pretty ugly, yeah. But I mean, when you're working with shit, what can you do? Yeah, you're not a, you're not a magician. <laughs> oh God. So, much like the majestic turnip hawk, we emerge from our former shell to feast on the gooey insides of our mother and begin anew. With that being said, my guest today has been on the podcast twice previously, so that new beginning shite just fucking harping on about has gone right out the window. You're pretty fucking sharpish. But having said that, he is welcome and as special as he has always ever been. Oh. Did that come out right? That's yeah, that's those, like are, good those are words, boy. Yeah. words, yeah. He was the runner-up in the 1997 All-Ireland Pog Championship County Dublin League (laughs) Under-12's male featherweight unassisted metal slammer 10-bench division. (laughs) Losing on the last slammer to a move that has since been described as the Mama Jama Hammer Slammer. Heard across the library where it was being held. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Omar Hassan. Welcome oh. back to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm brilliant. Happy to be here. Yeah, third. Third. excited. Third time's the charm. Third, third, third time eye blind.
1: A little bit more pressure than I'm last time. A
0: little bit country. Are you? And you're a little bit rock and roller. I wasn't going to go that route at
1: (laughs) all. You've thrown me already.
0: Uh, How's your day been today? I'll ask you a a general question.
1: Uh, It's been as average as possible, but it's Friday. And normally we don't record on Friday, so I'm feeling Mm. a bit mischievous. Well, now that you've got this audio boom, billionaire bucks.
0: Oh, my God. I tell you what. I've bought so much on credit. I mean, I've not got any money yet, so hopefully it'll come through. I'm like one of those people who think they win a lottery, and so they go out and buy a fucking jet ski. Yeah, standard. And then realise they've read it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, the drinks are on me! No, no. not, mate. No, they're not. So now, I wanted to tell everyone listening at home about something that happened to me recently. <laughs> Stop, don't laugh. Oh, man. Please, hold it in. It's fucking too ridiculous to keep to myself. Yeah. So. I totally agree, yeah. I think you're doing the right thing here. So strap in listeners, Put get a drink. Don't get too couple because you might be too, asked to leave. Yeah, you, oh. Also, you might shit yourself with disbelief. Put on a nappy. I'll uh, sit on the toilet actually check, for the check. next 10 minutes. Already wearing. Good. You can borrow one of mine if, you, if it's full. <laughs> Basically, this happened to me, what, two, three weeks ago, I think? I think so, yeah, three weeks ago. Yeah, so it was a Friday night. And I was flying to Dublin to see a good friend of the show, a good friend of ours, relation of our special guest, Omar Hassan, Mr. Tony Cantwell. For the first time ever, I decided to fly from Southend Airport. Yeah. Right. Never flew before. Kind of excited. I was told it was, you know, a bit small, a bit unusual, kind of a bit of a throwback airport, you know. So it was kind of cool. So I got there. I'm in the only bar bit there is. It's basically one long strip, like, of about yeah. four gates, or four or five, six gates. That's how small it is. So I'm sat there and I'm having a Guinness... And I'm looking around me, and there was quite literally four separate stags around yeah. me. And you can tell, obviously, with stags. I'm sure you've seen stags before, Omar. The lead, the person, the stag, whose stag it is. Stagger. The stagger is always, you know, comically dressed yeah. for the weekend, she we say. So what was there? There was a giant baby. That was one stag. Yeah. There was, to, uh, to the right of me, there was Batman. Right, yeah. And then... Just Batman, or was he with a crowd of other superheroes? No, no, just Batman and then Stags. Batman and his Stags, <laughs> uh, and then there was a bride, a sexy bride, right? Man, bride, classic. Yeah, and then there was uh, a sex gimp with the arse cut out of his leather trousers. That's um, I quite like
1: that group. I think... Yeah,
0: also the sex gimp was wearing wearing a high vis jacket, so <laughs> just in, in case, case you didn't see him in the gimp yeah, costume, just in case you couldn't catch him in the crowd of gimps. <laughs> so I'm sat there and I'm kind of like. I'm just sat on my own. I've come a little bit early, but I look up and I see the flight's cancelled. Not cancelled, sorry. Delayed. So it's delayed an hour at least from the original time. So I'm basically about fucking two and a half, three hours early. So I'm having the drink. And what I like to do on Twitter is I like to say something and then I'll just kind of stream off, like stream of consciousness. I'll go reply, like uh, thread... From those previous tweets, you replied to your own tweets. I replied, yeah, and, just yeah. do it like a long story or something like that. Random, fucking, stupid. Most of the time, completely nonsensical, weird stuff. Do you want to tell the the funny. listeners how many uh, how many followers you have on Twitter as well? I have forty five followers. <laughs> I did. No, look, I'm fed up with this story, man. I was on Twitter years ago. I had hundreds of people. <laughs> you follow always me, tell the story when, then, when I
1: make funny about this as well. Yeah,
0: because it's just not, chilling it's not enough. Sorry. Then I deactivated my Twitter, but then I got it back because I wanted to keep the handle. So I lost all my followers. So even people I'm good friends you, with. When
1: you were the original MySpace fuckboy, you...
0: Yeah, when I was on tour and, you know, I was meeting around and I had, you know, girls on my phone, their first name and the city they're from. <laughs> Classic tour move. We all know. you. If you're on tour, you know. So basically I have 45 followers. I did have 44 last week, but a, a sex bot st- started following me. So they count. Still they follow do it's, it's, it's stop following me stop following me so blood, to I don't know. Down, it's Forty-three. <laughs> it's like I can't even take this do you want some my dick I can't take it so anyway I'm sat there and um, I started tweeting as usual with my twitter you know it's fucking dumb and I just was going on a thread so I'll read you well first of all I'll tell you actually I won't tell you exactly what it is yet so I've done that and I've basically wrote this entire story out probably about fucking 10 9 10 tweets yeah and then I've gone about my business. I walked around a little bit. I went to look at some books in WH Smiths. I bought a sandwich. I ate a sandwich. I watched some Netflix, you know, sat there at a bar. Like, Killing time. Normal. Killing time. So two hours later, I'm sat there and I'm just sat in a fucking one of the seats by a gate. And this man comes up to me and he says, he just comes up and he says, where are you flying to? And I was like, um, Dublin. And he goes, okay and he's got like a like a lanyard kind of thing around his neck and I can see that he's the airport police right, right? yeah and he says um, says do you have a passport so I give him my passport and I'm thinking this is a bit weird maybe it's just the you're on your own just checking so he looks at my passport and he goes can you come with me <laughs> and I walk over and there's three other policemen there and he goes right what you've been tweeting and in like bear in mind on the way over there I had no idea what like, this yeah. is how little what my actions I did, you know, yeah. I thought about it or yeah. even consequences or whatever. So I literally had no idea what I was saying until he said, what have you been tweeting? And I was like, oh, oh, uh, just like, and he was like, what have you been tweeting about the plane? And I was like, yeah. oh, I just, I just, um, just like a, a weird story, like nothing. I was just kind of bored on my own, blah, blah, blah. So basically, I'll read out now what I was tweeting. Okay. Yeah, go. Now I want you to imagine the police. These are four middle-aged like airport police. What they call travel police. Um, airport police, I think. Transport police, yeah. and then bear in mind as well the airline, including like staff and maybe probably the I think the pilot I think the, as well the staff whatever. Right, well, so they're, they're there as well. No, they're not there, but like someone, they're talking, I can see talking to someone who represents the airline, you know. Right, okay. Whatever, it'll all become clear. Right. So I want you to picture these people who, should. no offense to them, because they were actually genuinely really nice to me and they were very polite and also I was polite to them. You know, that's a tip for you, there's no point fighting the man because you know you're not going to win. So they were very nice, but they were stereotypical middle-aged men, policemen, not typically known for having a strange sense of humor. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Very straight, black and white people, you know, straight and narrow. Black and white. Black and white. Cuban and Asian. <laughs> uh, it's for the look. I don't like it. Uh, so here's, here's basically what I said. So I sat in the bar, I was drinking a Guinness. Um, first tweet. Sat in Southend Airport on my own. There are four separate stag dudes here. The grooms are dressed up as Batman, bride, baby. Sexy gimp with the arse cut out of his gimp suit. Right? That's the first tweet. So, so, so... I, I
1: read that tweet and then I stopped reading tweets. And yeah. then was hours later. You got later. on where
0: you Yeah. And then the next tweet. This is just some bear in mind stream consciousness. Guaranteed they're all on my fucking plane. That was the second tweet. Next tweet. This is where. <laughs> this is what did me in. Right? So now I'm starting to. My mind's wondering. You know, I'm bored. What time of day is this? Can I just. just this for context? is 1246 in the day. In <laughs> the day? It's already so 1246. Okay. So I'm on the plane. I make eye contact with an elderly woman surrounded by stags. She nods. I nod back. She stands up with a machine gun screaming for everyone to shut up and stay calm. She motions to me. The cockpit, she is saying. I burst in with one swift, tough kick. Next tweet. I smash the pilot with a can of Coke and a blanket. (laughs) He's out, head caved. I turn to the co-pilot and scream at him to fly this fucker. I tell him if he moves... He'll get coked like his buddy there. I nod to the elderly woman. She nods back. Next tweet. She points her gun at the stag dressed as Batman. She puts the barrel to his skull. Smirking, she says, Some people just want to watch the world burn. He pisses himself. She laughs and smacks him on the bridge of the nose with the butt of her gun. Next tweet. The stag dressed as a giant baby asks what she wants. She looks at him and says, Bitty. He looks confused. She laughs and cackles. Nap time, bitch! And shoots him in the heart. (laughs) The plane gasps, screams and cries. She turns to me. Now! She yells, fire in her eyes. Next week. I take a breath. Taking out a sharpened toothbrush, I ask the Lord for forgiveness and jam it into his throat. He gargles to death. I plug in my phone with the plane's auxiliary cord. I hit play and push the plane's controls down. We plummet to earth, held sweetly by gravity. Next week. Mambo number five blares from the speakers as I laugh hysterically with tears in my eyes. I feel a hand on my shoulder. Looking behind me, I see the smiling face of the elderly woman. Behind her, the passengers lay dead. She smiles so sweetly and says, we're coming home, Lou Bega." Ah, God. There's so many... There's so many parts of that story. Yeah. Obviously, that is a very ridiculous story that is in no way true, Bear in mind by the fact I'm not on the plane, so it's completely made up. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's just completely made up, right? So the policemen, the airline, everyone, they've read this, they've decided I am a threat. Yeah. Right? And then they have spent probably two hours from the time I tweeted it to when they've seen it, because they would have had, like, notifications south Southend Airport, you know, because they said the airport... You didn't uh, tag the airport, though. No, but you don't have to tag yeah, things. Yeah, location um, sentence. You don't have to hashtag or anything. You can just search on Twitter any phrase. Yeah. Um, so they've spent two hours looking for me, because bear in mind my profile picture is not really clear of my face. Yeah. So they've spent two hours looking for me. They've finally found me, and then they've come up to me, and they said, what you've been tweeting. And I realize, after they say, what you've been tweeting, what's happening? Yeah. So I just think, oh, fuck. What I'm fucking, I'm an idiot. And I, I try and explain to him. And I'm looking at these four policemen, right? And they're looking at me and they're stony-faced. And in their eyes, deep in their eyes, I can see a look that says, I do not understand you or anything you yeah, Why you've done, you would do this? So I said to him, oh, I just, it's just a story. It's just something I like to do on Twitter. I just find it, it's just like a bit of, it's a bit weird, but I just find it kind of funny. It's not real. And one of them looked at me and went, why would you do that? <laughs> and I thought to myself, am I going to have to explain comedy to him like it's it's subjective and you know you might not find it funny i find it funny doesn't mean anything like that so and i just went to him look i don't know i just wasn't thinking it's not yeah you know it's not serious
1: you've got to bend over in this situation exactly and i
0: was being very polite because i've learned a long time ago with the police or any authority figure that you can't there's no kicking off because you're not there's nothing you can do yeah do you know what i mean once they decide something you just got to be nice and polite show him you're not a threat and not danger anything like that one of them was like, are you on any medication? <laughs> and I was like, I do take medication. And I thought, I can't say I take medication for depression because they're going to think this guy's a fucking lunatic because yeah. they're just middle-aged men. So I said, oh, yeah, no, I do. It's just for like a bit of anxiety. One of them, and he's this sweet, sweet policeman, like sweet man. He looked at me and he'd like, he was like, are you all right? Are you having bad thoughts? Are you, are you okay? Are you having like dark thoughts or anything really? like that. And I was like, I was like, no. I'm absolutely fine. Like, I'm normal. Like, I'm all right. They say, look, probably not going to fly. It's up to the air- airline. It's not up to us. We have to obviously assess, see if you're a threat, blah, blah, blah. And I was saying to them, look, you can check anything you want. You can, you know, every pocket or my bag, yeah. everything. Oh, shit. I'm just literally going to Ireland. I go like six, seven, eight times a year. Do you know what I mean? They were like, look, it's not up to us. One of them was like, the thing is, they t- airlines take this stuff very seriously. You can't say anything even as a joke. And he goes, we deal with this stuff all the time. Um, That's mad that they he said was like, we deal with it all the time. Yeah, he says we deal with this kind of stuff all the time. So there's people where they'll be having their bags checked and someone will go, why are you checking my bag? I haven't got a bomb. And then, Because they said the word bomb, yeah, yeah. you're out. You're not yeah. flying. Right? Obviously, I talked about uh, killing a pilot, stabbing the co pilot, a machine gun, yeah. shooting people at, you know, blah, blah, blah. Did you say,
1: just use that machine? Yeah.
0: And I said machine gun, you know, and I said crashing the plane to Lou It might have been the Lou Lube- it, it, it was it the Mambo just... number five, yeah, I think. Because yeah. I was on like Mambo. No one number... listens to Mambo number five. It was Mambo number four airline. So I think there was a <laughs> bit of competition. And they were like, look, you're probably not going to fly. Like, And I was yeah. just so fucking gutted. I was absolutely like, I feel like an idiot. And I can never forget them looking at me, like, as in, like, what did you they expect? They not or... understand why. Uh, one of them was like, Why would you not just like text to your mates? Why would you put it on like Twitter? And I was like, Look, to be honest, I don't think of Twitter as a big global, you know, anyone can see it. I just, I've got 40 followers, basically. It's You've basically got four a notebook. Since then. 45 45 followers. since then, my apologies. It's basically a notebook for me that I yeah. funny.
1: 100%.
0: And then the, uh, the what, someone representing it or oh, someone one of the policemen said to me well, uh, what why what you got to anxiety why you got uh, what's that from and i was like I don't situations know. like this like, yeah uh let me see <laughs> uh but i was like oh you know usual stuff i mean what i don't know probably parents get divorced something like that i was trying to be like you know i'm cool and he was like look like looking at me like and oh, one right. of them kept saying to me oh you're right mate Oh, you're all right. Like, you have, you're not having thoughts. He was like, I've been there, mate. If you need any out, we can help you out. He's doing like a good cop, bad yeah, cop type yeah. thing? Well, not really, because they're, they're all, all, all being nice. Good but... cop and sensitive cop. Yeah, but he was like, he was really concerned for me. And I kept, I couldn't tell him that I just thought it was funny. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then uh, someone from the airline came over and they were like, right, you're not flying. But he was like, I, I remember the guy, because like the policemen were really nice and polite to me when they realized that I was just an idiot. But the airline man came over like to be like, oh, yeah. Well, you're not flying, mate. Like that. And he was right. this massive guy. He was huge. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, so what happens now? And they were like, oh, well, we'll take you out. If you wait by the, the help desk ticket office, someone will just come out and speak to you. So I waited for literally like 45 minutes on my own. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Text like Tony. And I was you. like, Tony, I'm really sorry. I'm not coming. And obviously he was like, ah, fuck off. And I was yeah. like, I'm not coming. Like I, they won't let me fly and explain to him and he was like mate I'm not an idiot like fuck off like just I'm not believing you and I had to like send him the text and like tell him everything and said and eventually he believed me so after 45 minutes the manager of Southend Airport comes over to me
1: well, sorry how long have you been questioned for
0: I was probably waiting about 20 minutes and okay, I wasn't right. really being questioned to be honest right <laughs> and he comes over to me and he's like he's got a piece of paper in his hand I think it's like the, the passenger list right. manifest and he's like you got your passport, gave me my passport, you crossed something out. <laughs> and he goes, you said some very serious things. And I was like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Cause at this point I was just like feeling really sorry for myself. And he was like, right, you won't be flying from here again. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, and he was like, okay. And then left. Yeah. So like first ever experienced the Southend airport, didn't even leave the airport on a plane. I had to go back on the fucking train Obviously, you know yourself came and met you guys who got wrecked, it was good night.
1: Yeah, we made the best of it. Fucking hell, Jordan. I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh so hard.
0: No, it's really funny. And yeah, but it's it, but it's funnier if it happens to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like
1: No, I mean God knows I have enough trouble even getting in an airport, but fucking hell. Yeah, you're
0: like, a, you're a like a, a dark skinned man with a foreign sounding name. Yeah it's tick tick. You know I mean? Like it's like sir, we're doing a random check. Oh yeah. are you this happens every time. Every every
1: time. But that's it's I just find that so funny. It's so it's so ridiculous. I also totally get what they're coming from.
0: No, I hundred percent understand. I mean we're post nine eleven in this place. You can't even take fucking liquid on a plane that's over like 100 milliliters yeah that's true as if like 95 milliliters (laughs) is fine you got any lighter fluid yeah but it's 95 milliliters on you go that out the door yeah that's gonna be a crappy bomb that's crazy so i get it but it's i suppose it's taught me that i kind of live in a naive world and it's completely down to the fact that i am I mean, I hate to get kind of like current about it, but I am a male, English, white, straight man. I've never had any authoritative problems apart from when I'm being a cunt, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like being a little fucking wretch So I don't get trouble like that, do you know what I mean? I don't get in trouble for saying the wrong thing because basically in my life I can say anything really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't have the stigma of being from, you know, the Middle East or having a weird name, even though I do have a stupid name. But it's shot so it was like a kind of, what would be the word? Gra- very grounding, if you. Yeah, realization of so I was grounded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I realized that that's the world we live in. I've been naive to think that I can get away, not get away, but not think about stuff Did like that. Did you say
1: that the pilot had, had read them as well?
0: Yeah, they said, one of them said to me, the pilot's freaked.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. You can imagine the pilot, mental. like, reading that and which thinking, what? it's like, Mambo number five. I hate that yeah, song. It's like,
0: you know what? Get him off. <laughs> Like, forget about the fact that I hit someone over the head and said, you'll be coked like your mate over there. Well, it was. It and was, you know what's actually funny about that? Because years ago, I watched a documentary after 9-11 about how to survive in a hijacking situation. You know, what can you do to protect yourself? And they said one of the, the presenter or whoever's documentary it was, you can literally get something heavy like a can of Coke or a can of drink, put it in a blanket and you can use that as a weapon. So I drew from my experience of that's a nice. hijacking documentary and had survived to use this fake hijacking story and get banned from a fucking airport.
1: But maybe that's why. Maybe because like this is these are specifics specific. that we've that we've. I'm heard. just a
0: very good auteur, you know, a very good writer. It's funny. Has there, been any, has there
1: been any? Because he did also say to you, I wouldn't be surprised if you can't fly again.
0: I so from I mean any... I flew. To, I, I've been, I went to Prague, ironically on a stag two weeks ago <laughs> with my with the, yeah. with the arse we of my, my jeans I mean, cut and it was fine i've searched you know what kind of what information because you know what if i have trouble getting in and out of airports or maybe someone stops me and questions me for a couple of minutes fair fucking play do you know what i mean yeah like, yeah you gotta let uh, happen, yeah. that's something i can't fight i don't know i'm, I'm a bit skeptical about flying from london just because obviously london's more of a sensitive place for that kind of thing do you know or I mean?
1: flying you haven't been back to dublin yet
0: no, but I flew from Birmingham and I'm, I'm, I'm oh, flying, I'm flying from right. Birmingham in the week to Island So I think, you know, and I've been back through Birmingham airport. So yeah, I think it's fine. And you know what? Like if people, if it is a little bit more trouble or someone has to stop me or look at anything, like I'll just. Just
1: give it an extra 20 minutes every time.
0: Yeah. But you know what? We live in that world anyway. We never used to have to go through all this security like craziness. No. We do. I remember when we could just basically walk through with a fucking. <laughs> we can, well, no you and... couldn't do that you could no, never really do that do I was going to say like a toy gun I remember buying yeah. a toy gun when I was a kid and bringing it home through like airports so yeah. you know it's just the world I now live in
1: yeah that is I mean, if there's anything to take out of it it's that
0: but isn't it crazy to think that's how easy it is just be a fucking idiot and you can ruin
1: well at the time when you told us I was I was really angry yeah was you like, were
0: way more angry but I I just mean, think
1: it's a massive invasion of your personal like Your freedom of speech, but at the same time, you are talking. Freedom
0: of speech isn't saying threatening stuff because essentially, if you're just a normal person and you have to look out for the bare minimum of anything that could be considered a threat, even though you have, I think you have to err on the side of caution constantly. Even though you could look at that and go, it's probably a fucking joke, whatever. Yeah. I don't find it funny, but you have to err on the side of caution. But I sign I signed up for Twitter. I'm not. I know if you ask me, is Twitter an open platform? And let, I don't have it on private. So obviously, the reason I don't have it on private is because I'm trying to get more fucking followers. <laughs> so if you're listening, follow me, baby. Jordan Ordinary. <laughs> Jordan Ordinary. All one word. But obviously, I took the tweets down. But I said to him, I was like, should, when they were asking me questions, I was like, shall I delete them? And like, it's too fucking and late. he was like, well, there's no point now. <laughs> yeah, the pilot's And when he said freaked. that, I was just like, I'm not going to Ireland today. Yeah. It's really annoying, the amount of time I spend in fucking Ireland. But it's fine. It's fine.
1: Just Well, also because I think you were saying, I actually quite like this airport. I might use this airport in the future. But... Yeah,
0: and it was Flybe Airlines. They're genuinely one of my favourites. They give you a free drink. Yeah. And a free, like, bag of That's nuts shame, or something. They're a good airline, yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot. And they're quite small. And they fly from City Airport, which is quite close, so that's not fucking happening again. So when I went to Prague as well, when I went through the electric kind of gates, you know, when you scan yourself in, mm. the guard person behind, he called me over on the way in, and he looked at my passport, looked at someone on the computer, didn't say a word, sent me on my way. So you're And then on afraid. the way back, coming from Prague Airport, or whatever airport we landed in, they, when I went through again, they looked at me again, which was quite unusual, I thought. But then I I looked on the internet. I internet searched, (laughs) Google searched, um, you know, what information is stored on your passport. They don't store like criminal records or anything like that. There's no like notes saying this person was Really?
1: No, they do. They must.
0: But they must do. But apparently they don't. But I think they must do because like, and you know what, that's what I I have to deal with now. Someone looking at my passport going, and I think what they're looking at, this was your flight. This is where you're going. um, When are you coming back? And then when I go back through, they're like, did you cause
1: any trouble yeah. you know, or anything like that? So. Well, well, I I get a, a bit of trouble. Not so much in the past two years or so, but I used to get trouble every time I went to an airport.
0: yeah. And
1: yeah. I told you the time I was, I was going to Mexico.
0: But that was the time you went through with no trousers on.
1: Yeah, but that's because I was, you know, that's before Twitter. I thought I could I <laughs> just not wear trousers. You can't identify <laughs> this. But I got stopped on the premise. I was flying to Mexico over, over America. And yeah. I sort of make jokes regularly about, Let's give ourselves an extra twenty minutes, guys, because i got to ask questions. And me and Ashley were making those jokes the entire way. And when we got there, it's a long story. I'll make it quick. Your man behind the counter. Just as soon as I had my passport, he scanned it in, and he just started sweating. And I was like, "Oh fuck! Something's something's wrong here." Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. started asking me these questions. Have you ever been to America before? And I was like, "No." Um, been to Mexico before? No. Um, he's like, "All right, no worries." And then so he's already checked in all the rest of the guys. And after a while. I can't look at Ash. I'm like, oh shit, something is actually up here. This is
0: a bit. uh, This I can feel that this is unusual. Wait
1: in here for he looks nervous. It's been we've been here for literally ten minutes.
0: Yeah, but when you're nervous, you start going. (laughs) Uh,
1: But that's why I react. I take off my trousers and I start (laughs) (laughs) just it makes them more comfortable. (laughs) I find. Um, Anyway, long story short. He calls over supervisor She starts scanning me Asking me more questions And I'm just like Alright what's actually like, What's going on now um, A couple more minutes She comes back to me And she says There's some lad By the same name as you Who was blacklisted To fly over America um, So we just had to put. You, first of all Your man asked me Have you ever Have you ever heard of a I forget the term Some sort of checklist?" Cook holding Check <laughs> Have you ever heard of BBW <laughs> I'm very familiar sir Thank you It's like get on the flight then <laughs> Um, anyway there's some lab with the same name as me blacklisted to fly but over
0: completely same name or was it double S
1: the same name no some uh, the the single S is less is not is more rare no it's more rare, no, it's more more rare. rare. Oh, Yeah, okay, okay. double S is more common but that was based off his name not yeah. my photograph not my passport well, that, number
0: so when I was you know checking the information and just seeing you know what they store in that they actually said if you have a similar if you have the same name as someone who's on a watch list then you'll be you know kind of Expect some, not expect some, expect some troubles. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're gonna get fucked up, boy. Well, if we ever go to an airport together, you and I need to be a, a top top and tail of the of the queue because we're when, we get...
0: when I was going to Prague, Joey Joe Crawley, who's been on twice on this podcast, on the way to the fucking airport, was tweeting me saying, "Are you ready to go? You know where to do. You know what." And I was like, "For
1: fuck's sake!" Well, we were we we were tagged south the airport at all in <laughs> some tweets. <laughs> Anyway, look, you survived. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking to lesson. a man
0: who's also not allowed in America. Yeah. I got thrown out of America. I'm not allowed in the Neaton Library. Anymore also like Because That was for taking off your trousers And
1: screaming like a turkey
0: Yeah but like Don't put Fifty shades of grey on the shelf You don't expect someone To knock <laughs> one out Don't say
1: please be quiet Or I will not yeah. be quiet Listen in This is This is what you call a segue
0: Oh so are we sneaking Into your internet We're sneaking into
1: Because in, in light of Jordan's uh, Debacle I, I went some Did a bit of searching About Yeah we're going to have to talk about it Because I have nothing else <laughs> 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 um, Should we
0: talk about this thing that I'm specifically here to talk about?
1: <laughs> um, famous uh, hijackings, uh, plane hijackings.
0: Oh, this is not going to do me any good. This is not doing any we, good? No, well, but listen, but you just need to, comes to
1: sound shocked at every story I tell. Okay. Oh, I, was, <gasps> I can't I believe that. we're even talking about this. Oh. So, back, in, back before airport security was a real thing, in the 1960s, to, between 1968 and 1972.
0: The, the fucking gold in it, like the Flyboys are the celebrities. Flyboys. Excuse me, sir, can I have your autograph? Captain Silly, Silly Burger.
1: Well, Silly, Silly Burger. Silly, Silly
0: Burger. <laughs> so
1: back in those days, between nineteen what it, 1968 and 1972, there was almost a plane hijacking once a week.
0: Are you serious?
1: Yeah. This is the thing. This is before. Back in the day, you, you, could, you would get on a plane like you yeah, would get you on a bus. Walk,
0: like you would get out the car... And you'd be on the plane. Yeah, yeah.
1: There was no process. There was no. It was. It was easy as like. Remember, you didn't. Uh, kids didn't even need passports. Like you'd be. Yeah. You could sit on your mother's leg and all that stuff or whatever. Um. So like even back in in 1969 in America, 82 planes were hijacked.
0: In one year.
1: In one year in America, who's
0: hijacking them?
1: So this is the thing is that this was before people really realized what they could do with a plane hijacking. You so, mean like they, is,
0: they are we getting a weapon? Is this a giant bullet? You know, nine eleven. No,
1: no. This is more so. Um, I'm en route to somewhere in America, and I want to go somewhere else. Take me that place.
0: Literally, just that.
1: Just that. So this is before they started introducing ransoms or necessarily killing um, people on flights and all that. So horrible it's just stuff. changing
0: their mind they from t- where they're well, going. They
1: probably, maybe they were criminals escaping somewhere, and they didn't. So quite often, what the Americans would want to do, it, apparently, it was a phrase was um take me to Cuba. So obviously Cuba was was a local was a nearby area and it was communist at the time.
0: Yeah yeah so, so
1: a lot of people wanted to go there. So it was such a big problem to the extent that the uh, the FAA, I think that's what they're called was like the American the Football Association of <laughs> Australia. <laughs> they got involved <laughs> the FAI got involved. They gave every pilot a whistle <laughs> <laughs> and a yellow and and red every colored. all pilots were dressed as referees. Um, <laughs> they got involved and they asked people what they think was a good a method of dealing with this problem yeah so apparently one of them that um, came up was um, building a fake Cuban airport in South Florida that's so-
0: like putting a band-aid over a fucking plague boil you know I mean? <laughs> like let's that's not, that's not fight the virus let's just fight the fucking symptoms
1: yeah definitely yeah apparently, no. like, so they they, they they decorated a like a runway that looked like Cuba looked like Havana and they would just like take a slight detour on the on the, tr- on the fly and would land in this fake airport where there'd be cia people waiting yeah. on the runway and so they did that they did that yeah i mean the, 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 there's 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 cases of people getting like you know hijacking planes and just completely getting away with it there's a lad uh db cooper uh, he hijacked a boeing 727 in wait you
0: see the one who was like um him and one of a guy got on the plane flew it off and no one ever saw them or the playing Yeah, game. yeah.
1: Well, they, in 1971, and yeah. they, they asked for... this is, So they, this is when people realized we can start asking for ransoms. And they only asked for 200,000 grand, which...
0: 200,000 grand, which of, sorry, I suppose... 200 grand, sorry. 200,000 grand. What's that, like 20 million?
1: No. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: they only wanted, what, 2,000 million K? The, in,
1: no, they wanted 200,000. Yeah. Um, but, and, which is a
0: lot of money in the days. States.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but in terms Like, you terms don't
0: want to go too high... Because if you go like, oh, I want 10 billion, then they go, fuck off. Fuck Unless off. Unless you go, all oh, right, 100, then you just screw it <laughs> Yeah, down yeah, down. yeah, somewhere in the middle.
1: <laughs> oh, a pork pie, but a really good one.
0: But, uh, one of those uh, waitress ones. Quartz <laughs> as well, and keep the jelly in. Just a bag of hummus, please.
1: Um, so they actually, that case was actually dropped in 2016. Like it expired? It expired 45 years after it happened. D.B. E- that's a D. cool name. It's a good name, yeah. He looks uh he looks like Steve Buscemi as well, which is which is pretty is cool. Is he yeah. suspicious? There's been lots of situations where there's a situation where a plane was getting hijacked and uh Alan Funt.
0: F U N T F U N T. Are yeah. you familiar
1: with Alan Funt?
0: Um, I don't know, invented the aerobics DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a guess there. No,
1: no. He was the host of Candid Camera in nineteen sixty nine. Oh. And he was on a flight that got hijacked. Yeah. And somebody saw him on the flight oh. And they thought the thing was, was a again, fucking joke yeah. And the hijacker is like No this is fucking serious I'm going to kill somebody And everyone was like, I was <laughs> like What do you think Alan? Um, and apparently like like The air host and all Were like popping off champagne And stuff like that People, people were just like Did not get on board Until it, like someone had to Get hurt badly For them to believe it was a real story
0: Yeah yeah So like their flight And he's going No I'll, I'll hurt you Yeah it's fucking crazy Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's like, you know, fucking being in like a alien invasion with Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> you know what I mean? you like, <laughs> so oh fuck! Yeah, ah! yeah, right. <laughs> you got me.
1: I mean, there's been lots of situations where like, there was, a, there was a hijacking in, in I don't know where it was, but it was a, a Danish lad who was hijacking. It was the first ever Danish person to hijack a plane. The Lerpac man. The man himself, I think. <laughs>
0: so- you know the little fellow with the trombone? Is he Danish? Lerpac's Danish, isn't it? Don't know. Note to me, look that up after the podcast. <laughs> On any
1: of a nondescript search engine. He hijacked a plane, asked for a bit of cash, and then when he landed, traded in his gun for some beers, and then he got arrested. Yeah, what? He, I think he was just a bit. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool, sure, yeah. I can't uh,
0: think of any famous Danish people. The Lurpak man. The Lurpak man. Uh, um, he's
1: Danish. No, I'm thinking I'm only thinking of like S- Swedish people or.
0: Scooby Doo. He's a great Dane. <laughs> uh, I genuinely don't know any famous Danish people.
1: No. Denmark. He's that's, that's the name of the place. Oh. Yeah, he's not a person.
0: So when did it kind of calm down? How think, did they calm it down? I,
1: I think it was kind of like mid-70s they started introducing... When it was like more <clears throat> security. security.
0: Like there was actually like, you need to queue up now. You can't just well, walk they, they, fucker. Yeah,
1: so they apparently introduced like, you know, security detectors and like metal detectors and put up signs saying you're not allowed this, this and this. And they started noticing that loads of people who had obviously had intentions of hijacking flights would
0: just fuck off. Like, no, would up. leave
1: them out in the leave them out in the lobby of the airport. They'd find guns and, and knives ah. and shit like that. Um but did you ever hear about the one so this might be a little bit obvious. I never heard of it, but it was the TWA eight four seven flight. This was in nineteen seventy, I think. I don't know my notes. And it was a flight that was going from Cairo to to Rome, but yeah. it was stopping off in a lot of places because back then you had to refuel quite a bit, yeah, and there was a plane hijacking that lasted seventeen days
0: Fucking hell
1: yeah, so it was the uh, uh, Shiat
0: they were on the ground
1: they were, so they they were they, they kept refueling and going up and trading hostages for pet- for, for fuel oh. and so they were the uh, Shiite hezbollah um Muslims Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, terrorist group, and they had hijacked the flight, and within minutes had killed a couple of people. Fucking hell! Got on a flight with two hand, with one hand going and two grenades. Yeah. Pull the fucking thing in the grenade, and then everyone just has to do what they say.
0: Oh, so they held on to it. They
1: held on to the grenade.
0: Can you put a a a a, a, a pin back in a grenade?
1: I've no. tried <laughs> before and. I've lost That's all. how you lost. Yeah, yeah.
0: all of your lower body. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't I think so. It, yeah. That defeats the purpose of it a little bit.
0: What i do, I'd pull it out and then i just sellotape it when no one's looking. Yeah. Just act like, oh, I'm going to drop it. Oh, I would,
1: just, I would just take a fucking avocado and just hold it really tight. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah. of the texture. Put
0: a key but... with a key ring on yeah. into the avocado and then...
1: Pull it out. Yeah. And then, you know, just like when people are looking, even like suck out the... Avocado juice out of the new keyhole.
0: My uh, that just reminded me because you said avocado and this is completely nothing to do with what you're saying apart from the word avocado. Okay. I was speaking to my mom over Easter and I said, "Have you had any Easter eggs?" And she said, "No." Just I the avocado. Got <laughs> yeah. Well, she said, "No, I haven't got one." She sounded annoyed, and I said to my sister, "I was like, get." mom an uh, easter egg would you like they'll be cheat. it was after easter as well it's the day after so i was like they'll be cheap now just get her an easter egg like just to you know something nice and then um i texted her i was like did you get mom an easter egg and she was like no she's doing a diet thing like a calorie count thing so she doesn't actually want one which is a bit annoying because like don't act like you're annoyed if you don't actually want one, yeah. mom <laughs> but she said she said what i'm gonna do is get her an avocado instead and wrap it in foil <laughs> i was like, that's fucking genius this is brilliant someone gave me an avocado easter egg
1: it, I good, opened it up yeah. and
0: it wasn't an easter egg it was an avocado i'd be ecstatic
1: i'm crying just thinking about we're it we're
0: technically millennials we love avocados yeah
1: we do they're putting us in you know making us live on the streets yeah. but like
0: <laughs> so carry on about this very grave subject of murder oh yeah it.
1: anyway it was um they took there's a there's a couple of films about it it was quite famous apparently it was 1985 air force one very similar. That's a film about
0: hijacking. Very
1: similar, not quite the same.
0: Back in the day, when the president in films used to be in the army, used to be like a like a colonel in the like yeah, yeah. war, so he knows how to kick the shit out of people.
1: Well This was uh, this Reagan was president at the time, and George W. Bush was vice president, so he got
0: yeah, them. George W. Bush. Yeah, George W. Bush. That's pretty good. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't think so. The palms, Ronald.
1: <laughs> anyway. The Anyway so Uh, um, They Yeah they held They took loads of People hostage Killed There was a couple of uh, Navy guys on board And they killed one of them Killed them Kicked them out Of the fucking side of the plane Fell on the runway As like a testament of
0: Like look This this is what we're going to do We'll drop a body out And show you We're not fucking around boys
1: So they wanted to get They wanted the release Of something like 790 terrorists
0: In um, Completely reasonable Yeah I know
1: (laughs) Standard This is what
0: I said About going too high don't go too high. <laughs> yeah, somewhere yeah. somewhere in the middle. Okay, um, just one then. Oh, fuck. No,
1: too low. Too low. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of one of the more, most famous um, hijacking cases. So there's a there's a famous film about it, one of the cabin attendants was quite heroic in it. Uh, I totally forget her name now. Uli something or other. Um, and she... So they, they initially wanted all the Israeli passengers on the flight to be announced because they obviously wanted to just kill them Go straight him. away yeah, yeah, yeah. so she refused to announce, to recognise a lot of them she spoke German and she spoke um, Arabic so she was like speaking on behalf of people and stuff like that so she was, there's a film about her as well
0: yeah you know what I, I, that's ringing the bell actually yeah I think it
1: was massive at the time but yeah. it was before we were born obviously
0: it's mental isn't it? like what? who was it sc- sc- Scabba Dabba scabba- Scooby Doo Scooby Doo the famous name Scooby Doo the gang
1: <laughs> they solved it in the end yeah
0: <laughs> uh, that's insane and like obviously you don't realise that the air- airlines are such a um, established thing now like flying is like getting a bus I mean obviously since 9-11 we go through a harder process and it's longer and it takes a couple of hours yeah but essentially it's as normal as riding a bus like when you're flying you're not sitting there thinking like I'm fucking flying like this is insane but do you ever
1: sometimes when you're flying you think fucking hell I'm so high oh,
0: eh? only back from the damn the damn. Oh, Scooby Doo! The, the famous damn. the famous high <laughs> dog. Um, yeah, well, I mean, sometimes I just think this is crazy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I not, do. I
1: tend to fall asleep as we're taking off, and I wake up when we're landing. I'm one of those annoying people. You're a brick. Yeah, uh, you're pretty Unrelated a brick. to that story, I'm just annoying.
0: But uh, sorry, what was I saying? I've completely lost track now. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo.
1: Yeah, we're talking about Scooby Doo. He was Scooby-Doo, a pilot. Scooby Doo,
0: right? The Scrappy Doo. Yeah, that's his nephew. But then there's Scooby dum Is there? Yeah, there's a guy called Scooby-Dum he's like <laughs> Is scooby
1: doo not stupid enough that they need a dumber Scooby-Doo version?
0: scooby is not stupid, well, just he just likes he eating.
1: Put your tongue in your
0: mouth, you fucking Put my thumb in my mouth. Tongue. Sorry, Shakespeare, do you bite thy thumb at thee? <laughs> I do, sir. Only when you insult me, sir. So the Scooby-Dum, right? But does that mean is it like is it like Asia where the surname is the first name? So scooby doos actual first name is Doo. Do Scooby cousin's name is Dum. Because why would his cousin, Scooby-Dum, also be called Scooby, but then have a different surname? Oh my God, they're
1: Asian. They're not Danish at all. They're,
0: not, they're great Asian dogs. <laughs> uh, and then there's that sexy one who had a pink hat on or a pink fucking neck scarf. What yeah, was she name? was
1: fit. Uh, fucking fine. Scooby out.
0: D. Her name was Scooby D. I'm starting to think that in dog culture, the surname is comes first.
1: Maybe. We could we could get a dog in the next show and ask them. You know what? That's
0: another podcast. <laughs> That's a whole so, week podcast. completely Completely away. I fucking forgot what we were talking about. Planes.
1: Yeah. You were saying that Oh, it's crazy are... to
0: think that, like, so obviously... What? We've been flying now since, what, 1909? 1908 or nine was the first yeah. f- public air flight uh, in North Carolina on August the 8th. Was do it? You know that? Yeah, because it's August the 8th. What were the brothers called? The Wright brothers. When did they fly? Uh, well, they originally flew... The first flight was recorded in 1907, but the first public flight to show what they could do... Oh, no... I think the first flight was in North Carolina. The first public flight, I think, was in Paris to show, you know, in a public spectrum.
1: I wonder how many people were on there.
0: On the plane? Yeah. No, there wasn't anyone else on the plane. They were just showing it. Oh, right. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we went from 1909 to now, what's that, 110 years. In that time, it's obviously going to be trial and error. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Although we went from flying a shitty, wooden, fucking crappy plane. No offense, Wright Brothers, but, you know, <laughs> it was crap was like a foot off the ground yeah it was in yeah. 20 30 years we were bombing cities and having dog fights in the air using them as toys and then yeah. 30 years later we're in space like it's insane and then ever since then we've kind of just we stayed the same we stagnated apart from concord concord was dope as fuck man i want to go to new york in yeah, 10 but Con- minutes
1: fucking concord kept setting on fire, kept set on fire. <laughs> they actually brought it back well it's just everything they did was Concorde, a massive loss. When I was money. a
0: kid, was like the pinnacle of yeah. high society. If you went on Concord you were Queen Elizabeth.
1: Lizard. <laughs> I don't know anyone who ever actually went on Concord though. No. I don't think I've, I've never even seen one in the flesh.
0: I saw one, they had that weird nose. Like, it's
1: like a sad bird.
0: Yeah, a sad fucking dumb bird. <laughs> Uh, but anyway So obviously you forget That there's going to be Some kind of trial I You can't imagine a point I feel sorry for the kids These days The kids Fucking hell Yeah um, That they All they know is this security You know hire, You know, you Two hours Check every bag Go for all this We can remember Just casually You know I remember my dad security. Having
1: a cigarette At the back of the plane He wasn't supposed to know But uh, he did <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't give a fuck, fuck. yeah I swear to God 12 hour flight and he had like two, two or three cigarettes well back.
0: they used to have flights where they'd have smoking sections I think that smoking.
1: was I think this was I was just I wouldn't fly in the 90s so as well I think before yeah, that yeah. you could in it yeah well
0: I, I so I can remember younger when I was younger smoking on people smoking on trains people smoking on buses I think I can remember people smoking on planes but they they used to say that smoke when there was smoking it was actually better for you because what they would do would pump in new oxygen rather than recycle oxygen oh right yeah so they would pump it in fresh oxygen to get out the smoke and put in new oxygen so technically on those old flights where you could people could smoke you were it was better for you then now you're just breathing in everyone's fucking farts for (laughs) nine hours (laughs) But, but but i mean fuck i'm so glad we don't live in the 70s yeah, imagine that you like you're flying somewhere and you get hijacked you're like for fuck's I'm not sake. A fu- I just fucking then you just... land in fake Cuba. Eventually, you get where you're going, and on the way back, you get, you get shot another by one. <laughs> Put your hands up.
1: Well, look, all you did was. Where's all the Jews, Raggy? Oh no! All you did was. Uh, all I was did was a little a whimsical prank. story. Little a prank.
0: whimsical goof. A spoof. Because you're
1: you're you know you're a prankster.
0: I'm a original prankster. Original.
1: You know. You know. Now you got this audio boom, big money. You reckon you can add some uh, some funny sounds and post.
0: Yeah, here's uh, Scooby-Doo laughing. <laughs> and then here's uh-huh. the here's a one clip of The Offspring saying original gangster. A prankster. Original gangster. There you go. I love that song. Yeah, it's was good. That it? was what
1: I was going to ask you if you could put that over this next segue. Because yeah. you're a prankster. That's what the man say. Oh, Which means I, you're... i Jackass 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your um, national day of celebration is obviously April Fool's Day.
0: April Fool's. Ever the fool who pranks me. Prank me once, can't prank me again.
1: What was your biggest prank?
0: I don't do pranks.
1: You not but you're more organic. You're organic. This is a prank now. Ah, I'm you thinking, fucking had uh, me. Decker
0: 3D motherfucker. April
1: Fool's dead and gone. You're the fool for carrying um, it on.
0: I don't. Funny enough, actually, the only thing we ever did, I ever did, that was like a prank. A
1: prank. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was was um, when me and my friend Alex and Luke went to America when we were 17. We went on our own and we had to do a stopover in Chicago and then fly to New York, Newark Airport. And we were waiting around in Chicago for absolutely ages. And can you remember on Friends where Rachel teaches... Uh, Who? What? Friends, the TV show. F.R.I.E.ND.D.S. She teaches Ross's son, Ben... A load of pranks and like you know, yeah one of them was like cling film over the toilet, and yeah. one of them was like colouring the side of a quarter with a pencil. So what we did is we did that with a pencil, coloured in the side of a quarter, and I said to Alex, I was like, I bet you can't roll this all the way down your face without um, it leaving your face, and he did it probably about eight times. Right? <laughs> he looked like fucking Hellraiser, you know, he had like lines going all across his face. It was the fucking crow, right? yeah. And then me and Luke. Are literally like shaking trying not to like laugh and like give it away and then we got on this tiny plane to fly to newark and we all had to sit in different Oh, you didn't tell him and he had to sit next to this guy and afterwards we were laughing so much we had to tell him and he was like I wonder i fucking he was looking at me weird <gasps> that's classic so that's, that's a, brilliant that's LinkedIn. that is that's that professional entertainment fire. that's
1: good yeah um, that's the
0: only prank i've ever really committed to
1: did you not do anything this this april fools
0: still be alive it's a joke on everyone else. The joke's on me. It's sad.
1: And this bit you can add some uh, some like sad sounds in the oh, background.
0: Maybe a... Like sound from Nuneaton, like the like sound a... of a car park in Nuneaton. Oh, it probably sounds so long. Don't care! This is this is the sound of my life. That's not even added in post people. That's that's no, natural. That's just if if you if I don't speak for a couple of seconds, all you hear is
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, the since so you're not gonna fucking ask. The biggest prank I did was I once to fill the kettle of milk, oh. and um, I just broke the kettle, and my mom was really angry.
0: <laughs>
1: Jokes on you, ma!
0: Jokes on you! You, you have to buy
1: a new kettle. <laughs> Son, we're very poor. I told you uh, I wanted Adidas, not Nike. <laughs> well, so the, uh, the the origins of April Fool's Day. Oh, sorry, no, no, no. This is what I'm, oh. rewind slightly.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, not post. What did you think was going to happen? A prank. A fool? No, but do you think it was like she w- you, you, I guarantee you, thought she was just gonna pour hot milk into a cup of tea and be like, "This is not water." Yeah, I did. Yeah, you
1: but it th- went all crusty th- and it th- broke th- the broke the film inside the kettle. <laughs> Fucking,
0: hell. you know, um, there was some hotel chains that got in trouble for removing kettles for when Asian Chinese people were guests because Chinese people, not everyone obviously, but sometimes when they come over to the West and they stay in a the hotel, they boil noodles, ramen in the oh, kettle. Oh, really? So some hotel chain was like got in trouble for being prejudiced you know assuming that they would do it yeah but they get they were doing it a lot so they were breaking kettles with noodles really <laughs> kind of like it's kind the original of a good,
1: prank it's kind of a good idea
0: yeah no i de- i like i've thought about doing soup before yeah have you, you have you haven't oh no i haven't you got a kettle around here i'm not a very rich uh, man i'm waiting for that audio boom money to <laughs> uh, yeah. that reminds me actually sorry i know i keep going on tangents but i keep getting reminded of stuff I was once boiling the kettle and Weezat was over and he literally said to me these words. He came in, the kettle was boiling, I was next to it, and he said, What are you boiling in the kettle? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even joking. He genuinely asked me what I was oh, boiling in the kettle. That's brilliant. Like, f- 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 Hellraiser himself. What the hell? All oh, that lead got that's to his good. head. Good
1: man, Weezat. Yeah. He always impressed me. Fair enough. So, the origins April Fool's Day. Um, it is shrouded in mystery, but people, a lot of people, say it was because it was previously, before the Gregorian calendar was introduced, mm-hmm. the new year was at the end of March. Did you know that? I didn't know that.
0: Is this before they added July and February and fucking August? I'm to be honest, I'm not sure what calendar they had before. Because that's the Julian, that's the Roman calendar, the Julian. Calendar yeah. Is July, August. Uh, and all the other shit. All the other shit ones. All the crap ones.
1: Yeah, well, it was they basically they introduced the Gregorian calendar in France, and basically because previously New Year's would have ended at the end of March, mm-hmm. people who didn't adopt the new calendar system were deemed fools.
0: Oh,
1: so people used to play pranks on them and just call them idiots and all that kind of shit. It'd be and like
0: Happy New Year, and when they say Happy New Year, they go uh,
1: uh, No, it's not actually. It's April Fool's Day. So.
0: Uh, 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 uh.
1: So that's one of the stories behind it. But did you see that the uh, European Union had a tweet about the blue passports? For... I'm a
0: fool because for five minutes, I genuinely thought that I was like, I was, going, I was literally going like this. I said to Eilish, I went, ah, oh, this is so funny. Look at this. Everyone's going to be so mad. Like all these people who tried to get blue passports. And then I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, shit. I better put some milk on the kettle again. Oh, fuck. Where's the noodle? <laughs> Well, so
1: uh, people, people uh, who don't
0: know, Prankster sound now.
1: And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Yes. I Love that song. Um, for people who don't know, uh, the European Union, re- European Union released a tweet that said that they were going to change all new passports to be blue passports in a classic spoof. spoof, And I love when I love when big corporations or oh, businesses do that. I
0: love it when corporations act like uh, young People, <laughs> I mean, a hot meme from McDonald's. Ooh, that's that. better than a Big Mac. That's brilliant. Oh, I tell you what, Pepsi, give me some of that spicy, spicy SpongeBob meme. Oh, come on, do you drink Pepsi Max? By the way, I'm spoofing you right
1: now. I just so I don't you, like. For, I just literally was looking at you, being like, I do not know. You don't know what I'm talking a, about. You're a, not you know a meme coach. Are you still April? No, Pepsi did one, one SpongeBob one. No,
0: I'm just doing exam I'm a
1: memer I meme all day long, no, baby.
0: SpongeBob meme where it's like. <laughs> Oh yeah. And it's like capital lowercase. Yeah, no I do, sorry. Yeah, I just assume they probably did. Okay. Why? Do you have an example of Pepsi doing? <laughs> no, I don't, I
1: don't. I have examples of some hot, steamy meme um April Fool's Day joke, so. Do you? Um so one of the biggest ones that ever happened was in nineteen I think I know what you're gonna say. Nineteen fifty seven when you. BBC Radio mm-hmm. did a fake story about a um a spaghetti harvest coming early in Switzerland, and they released it on radio across the nation. And loads of people believed it and got in contact with them saying, Oh, I did realize the spaghetti because obviously, this is back in the day when spaghetti was, was only received yeah. in, in tins and, and usually there wasn't internet, yeah, yeah, or, or like you know, you kind or of books or books, well, there's probably lots of books and probably books, lots of books on how to make pasta as well. <laughs> but um, people believed that there was so they, sh- with this, they showed, Wait, was it on the radio? I'm not sure. But yeah, well, I think no. I think it was, was black on t- and no, no, no. It I was think on the TV. Yeah, wasn't, black, it? And, white it was black telly.
0: and white footage of them like taking it off branches. Yeah,
1: yeah, or like like kind of like loud like large bits of cotton wool that they were just picking out with fucking yeah, yeah. like before they were cultivating these harvest and stuff like that. Even saying comments like "It's not as good, not as good this year as it is in Italy," but
0: what for accent uh, accents <laughs> that? It was like a Polish,
1: but it ended with a sort of like Scandinavian. <laughs> but that was a, that's a that's a classic one. There was a really famous one in 19. 19- Seventy-eight, uh, a man named Dick Smith. Dick Smith, like that. Um, he sounds like he makes dicks for it's a exactly. And I like the idea of a man making dicks and also being named after his job. So
0: what's wrong with your dick? I think it's broke. I think I broke it. I know you the need guy to go to Dick Smith. Dick Smith will sort that out. For dick you. Smith, the Dick Smith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was he was uh, an Australian. He apparently was building up this prank for a year, saying that. He was apparently a very wealthy explorer and he was gonna bring an iceberg from the North Pole to Sydney and bring it to Sydney Harbour. So he brought this on April on the first of April, he brought in like on one of these um, what do you call them, those pulley boats? Tugboat. Tugboat. He he tug job boat. Dick Smith, Dick Smith had a tug <laughs> job. Dick <and> Smith's <laughs> tug
0: job boat. It's <laughs> lonely on the open seas.
1: <laughs> he he brought in this um what looked like a massive iceberg into the Sydney Harbour and people were all clapping and saying, Well done, Dick, you're big legend um, fucking okay. hell dick
0: that's the biggest fucking iceberg I've ever seen well the only iceberg dick would say to be fair I'm Australian I've never seen a fucking iceberg before
1: ah! right exactly like that they screamed uh, hysteria
0: the I like accents do the accent was, do it I can't you can't just try it
1: alright dick look at that fucking iceberg that's so, so fucking.
0: he was, 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 was on holiday you made me do it. Anyway, yeah, hello. My name is Dick Smith from And Australia? I've got uh, the iceberg uh, to show you, and I also uh, want to tell you, April fools, you dickheads. <laughs> I'm Dick Smith. Dick Smith. <laughs> Dick Smith. I fix dicks. My name's Dick Smith. Anyway,
1: the iceberg was made up of uh, plastic and shaving foam, and it started to rain, and the iceberg just melted. What the fuck? So, All right, Dick. It's not a fucking iceberg. <laughs> I'm going back to South Africa.
0: Well, it's, it's not an iceberg, it's an arseberg if you ask me. <laughs> no. No. But that's a classic. Yeah. Um, um, Cute original prankster soundtrack. You can do it. <laughs> Classics. Uh, what else? Any other goofs? That's the goose. Nice. I've also
1: been Googling. Uh, I don't have a segue for this one, but you know, Eastern all that. And uh, Jesus uh, dying and coming back to uh, life. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing inverted commas, but for the people to know that's what I mean. It was implied. It was implied. Um, I have been Googling uh, death. Cool. Quite a bit. Um, What do you want to know? uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, basically, really what happened is someone died. Or so they thought he died. They buried him and he came back to life. If you're going to believe any of that story, that's probably the logical thing that happened.
0: They thought he died. They
1: thought he died. Are you talking about Jesus? Or Jesus. Just, oh, yeah.
0: If he... Well, I mean, he's supposed to... I mean, no He's supposed offense. to die on Good Friday and come back I now. believe, and if you're listening and you believe otherwise, uh, uh, different, that's absolutely fine. I believe it was just made up. The whole that's thing. Okay. I think there was a guy named Jesus. Seems like a cool dude. But I think this aspect of it was yeah. made
1: up. No, I mean, I I i i'm thinking of the best case scenario that if there was yeah someone, he just the, there's, like there's theories they there. drank
0: too much fucking poutine or whatever it's called so this is
1: what used to happen back in ireland or around the world people used to get so fucking drunk that they would die <laughs> slash drink oh, we've themselves. all been there mate <laughs> drink we've themselves. all
0: fucking been there tell you what when i was in prague i'll tell you what i thought i was dead of the last shit mate i tell you what is that dick smith Nah nah, fix Miss cousin
1: lives uh, in uh Nobsmith. <laughs> and I'm <always> Nob <laughs> all like Nobsmith, Smith Nob? I I'm dead So what used to happen is that people used to drink so much that they would end up um putting themselves into the comas.
0: Well isn't it because that they would the few they you have to fumigate the poutine that they would make uh and so if you didn't get rid of all the noxious gases it would literally knock you out yeah put you into a coma, basically i mean that that,
1: that's one example i mean quite often what used to happen is that people used to a lot of basically medicine wasn't advanced enough Mm. people used to get so badly ill some of the diseases that were going around would make people essentially appear they were dead yeah and would come back a couple days later basically really deep comas and they didn't have the technology or the medicine to check anything otherwise so they used to bury people quite early on Mm. and The way that they found out that these people weren't dead is that grave diggers were going down into people's buried fucking coffins Uh. and going through, you know, and would steal their shit, and then they people would find out that they were people. Then would see that the that the the, day scratch marks exactly. They people would find that the grave had been disturbed. They'd go down and search it, and inside the coffin, there'd be scratch marks.
0: I'm sorry. So basically,
1: there's not, enough, there's not enough oxygen inside a coffin to last you more than 60 minutes, they say. So even if, if you wake up in a fucking coffin, they, and you start trying to scratch, they have cases of people scratching off their fingers yeah. for scratching so hard.
0: But I can't imagine the first... So have you ever bent down? No. Oh, oh you don't have knees, do no. you? No. <laughs> I've got a guy who does imagine that Imagine you have two knees. <laughs> okay. Have you ever bent down, like opened a cupboard, bent down... And when you stood back up, you don't—you forgot the duck cupboards open and you've hit the cupboard. Or, for example, you go under a table. Are you comparing this it, to death? No, l- listen to me. <laughs> Sorry. It hurts so much. could catch the corner of a cupboard, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. But if you ever, like, bend down under a table and when you get back up, you smack your head. Yeah. So imagine you wake up, you're like, oh, fuck. you got the world's worst hangover. It's pitch black. You're lying down and you go to sit up. Imagine that pain yeah. of headbutting a <laughs> fucking cup. Fucking hell, yeah. And then suddenly going... Shit. I think I might be in a coffin. Yeah. How long do you think you think, instead of thinking, where am I? I'm locked somewhere. When do you think, I'm in a fucking coffin?
1: It, I mean, it's probably pitch black, so I don't think you... You probably just think t- you're in a box. Yeah. So what they say, it, what, what used to happen quite often is people would scream. And obviously, if you scream, you're using up more oxygen inside this tiny yeah. fucking box anyway. Or if they had a lighter on them, sometimes they'd light that to look around. And that will eat up oxygen as well. Mm. So basically, what happened is that people um, realized that they were starting to bury people alive to the extent that uh, George Washington, when he died, he it, he demanded that he wouldn't be buried two days until after his death because he was so concerned about about how frequent this was happening. Two days. Yeah, he was alive for t- he was uh, dead for two days, like on display. So what they started to do, people started realizing that there was like some some sweet dollar bill to be made from this, mm. and started introducing safety coffins mm-hmm. and. Basically with safety cuffing. Projector buttons. Projector. <laughs> so <laughs> Similar.
0: You bang a button when you're awake. They hit your head really you hard and the it'll kill you straight away.
1: <laughs> um, so they used to do a thing where they would have like a periscope kind of system where you could either have an air funnel that went up to the ground, like above ground, and you could scream until you fucking died.
0: Yeah. It like, what's the point of that? You're just living longer. Well, that was the here. cheap version. Because who's hanging around a fucking graveyard? Like, oh, do you want to walk for it? What is that noise? Is that? I'm
1: scared. Let's go home. Yeah. yeah.
0: If I heard screaming in the graveyard, I'm <laughs> yeah, going to like, try and figure out what it is. I'm fucking Which gone. one of these
1: dickheads is alive? Yeah. It was either that or that was like, you know, that was your entry level model. But the more wealthy ones could get a bell system and they would literally have a like a pulley inside their coffin mm-hmm. and they'd pull it and there'd be a bell ringing above ground. Oh. So people would be rushing then. I mean, there was like grave. Grave keepers was a, was a profession back then.
0: Saved by the bell.
1: No, people think that what it was. It was that. That's actually a boxing term.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I wake up in the morning and a loud clock's calling and I think I'm going to make it. And all it turns time. out I'm dead. And I'm lying in a coffin <laughs> and my mother is coughing because uh, you know, she has the Ring back. the bell. I'm in a coffin <laughs> and I'm fucking dead.
1: You could add that song in post now if you wanted, though, as well.
0: My vision's is better.
1: Yeah, you're right. That. I just found that really interesting. I was thinking about like these different burial methods that exist around the world. Obviously, we, well, not as Catholics, as, as Westerners, usually we get buried in a in a grave or pretty soon after we're dead. But then like, you know, in Muslim culture, you got to get buried 24 hours after. Yeah. Because the and family wash. Catholic washed.
0: culture as well. I, it's 24, I don't think it's 24 hours. It's real quick compared it's to qu- like, well, Irish Catholics, like, like in England, it's like sometimes it could be a fucking week or more before yeah, yeah. the funeral Ireland. It's like. The same day. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you sometimes it's really quick, yeah, and almost you gotta rush home to sometimes get yeah, to a yeah. funeral. But they have some, they have some mental, mental like um, ceremonies around the world, like in, um, like in 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 Taiwan and China and stuff like that. They got like for the funeral. Quite often, what they do is the bigger the procession, the more sad people are. So to the extent that they like, it's kind of like it's like a show for people. Yeah. So they hire people like wailers, women, groups of women to scream and cry. Oh, wow. Apparently to play.
0: Is it dead? Is it dead? Is it dead?
1: <laughs> Turns out it is now.
0: <laughs> no living, no crime. <laughs> that would be
1: great. Parody of man. <laughs> Only plays field. Wait,
0: because what you're saying makes me think of when um, fucking Kim Kim Jong-un. Un? Is he the last one? Not ill. Ill's the new Il. one. Un's the current one. Coming back with the ill behaviour. Un is the current one. Yeah. Kim Jong-il Il. died. Yeah. Yeah. There was literally people on TV like Wah!
1: yeah, so apparently you can pay, you can pay these whalers to just cry and you know like more money like like give me fifty other like fifty quid more and I'll fall on the ground
0: yeah yeah I'll like fucking scream and shit myself but
1: then there's places that and I, when I read this I thought of you Jordan uh, that they pay women to strip
0: oh. That's a perfectly <laughs> legitimate statement. Thank you for that. Saying that on uh, a podcast recording, I just thought, I thought of you when they pay women to strip because I
1: thought if I paid you enough, you would definitely strip.
0: Oh man, you don't have to pay me enough. You pay me anything. <laughs> I'll pay um, you.
1: But there's also things that they do. Like it's kind of a bit creepy when you think about it. There's this thing. Oh, wait, called,
0: they're so hysterical that they start taking their clothes. No, in. this
1: is a separate package. This is this is the gold package. Wait,
0: so you you're hiring whalers? They're yeah, and then then they sexy strip or they sadly strip? I... <laughs>
1: they all feel the same.
0: I mean, yeah, it's very depressing. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever been to a strip club is listening. It might be the most depressing place on earth.
1: We can add the sound of a strip club in the background now. Yeah. but there's also things that they do in like um, in Asian culture. I think most popular in like in China, where they burn stuff that's called um, joss paper. It's basically, like a fake currency yeah. that's made out of um, bamboo shavings and, and other sh- like kind of waste material. Okay, um, and again, it's it's a show of how much you love these people is how much fake money you burn. Oh. But that but it, the government charge the state charge people they sell this money. So essentially fake money.
0: the fake money is money because you bought it. It yeah, costs money. Yeah,
1: yeah. So but it's like it's like a money making scheme. And there's also people make these fake buildings. Um like like the like probably the size of a person, that I'm asking so like this, like a building that replicates your house. Okay. That replicates your car that your your favorite fucker on fire set it on fire. That's and it's cool. just like, yeah, it is quite cool. Apparently like like they have these these ceremonies where they walk down the street carrying these like someone was talking about this fake Volkswagen golf that they were carrying down the road because a person loved their golf. And then they set it beside them and just set
0: it on fire. Just set the coffin on fire. Just set like, it. fucking hell. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it's really... I have a weird relationship with death because I don't know it. No one in my family has died. Yeah. Well, my auntie died when I was living in Ireland, but, I mean, I wasn't really that close to her and I was living in Ireland I couldn't get back to the funeral, so I have no contact with death. No one I know in my family has died. Quite lucky, I think huh? it's real. Yeah, but it's all come in all at once and I have no experience with it. So it's not going to be a nice event when it eventually happens to me. Yeah, because it comes to us all, Omar. Death comes to us all. Oh, cool. I forgot what I was saying. We just ended there, I suppose. Insert original prankster sound. <laughs> um, but I think it's really funny the idea of a graveyard or an area where everyone's buried yeah. or even when you get cremated they put your they'll give you a little stone do you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. not a grave but it's a little stone it's for your family though yeah but that's fucked up to me because when someone you love dies and then you know people obviously like to go visit the grave one that's fucking weird because yeah. how does that grave now represent the person it, it had nothing to do with yeah. them ever but now you and also too you go to this random place filled with other deaf people to remember the person who died. And like i yeah. said saying, had nothing to do with them.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like, it's, it's like a it's brand completely,
0: new, it's completely, I don't want to be pessimistic about it, but it must be something originally to do with money and something like that. Like you buy space and like, you must have to buy a grave. Yeah. So it's, you do, you, people, people, people already tricked, have their plots. Purchased. Yeah. People are tricked into mourning in a certain area that has nothing to do with a, with life it only has to do with death so the fact that this area is just death is so contradictory to the memory of any living person it's true
1: because like you, you only go there there's funerals there's there's cemeteries where my grandparents are buried where I would have only been to the time that they were buried
0: oh yeah I'm not yeah. being funny man but I'm not going to someone's grave when you die anyone there'll because... be
1: whalers and strippers there man all year round
0: Bob <laughs> I'll be there every day you know, um, you know but like I'm not so like no offence like if my grandparents died obviously I'll be there at the, well they will die but obviously I'll be there at the funeral like you're saying but I'm not gonna go to their grave to remember them because you
1: have no because there's it doesn't nothing to remember do. you I'll go yeah. to
0: like their old house or places they took yeah, or something like that su- to have the memory but like no, for sure, graveyards I agree. are fucked up you fucking idiots
1: you ever been to the one in uh, Highgate before? Yeah, Jeremy
0: Beadle's buried there. Oh, really?
1: Uh, Karl Marx is buried there as well. I like
0: how I went to Jeremy Beadle and you went to Karl Marx, you capitalist pig.
1: Well, it's funny. So apparently a lot of people, um, a lot of uh, communists would go to visit Karl Marx's grave. And they get really pissed off because they they have to pay in. And they realize what the... Yeah. And also
0: the grave that they go to see, the famous grave of, you know, a big statue of him on top of it. That's not even his grave. They moved him. Oh his really? Original grave is just this crappy little along one. Of, you wouldn't even know it if you walked past it. Oh really? Didn't know it's, that. So that's not his original grave. They moved his ashes. You know he had a or his buddy or whatever. F- what he had
1: f- his wife's name was Jenny, and he had four daughters, and they were all named Jenny.
0: That's like George Foreman. All you his daughters' all his kids are called George. Boy and girl. Really? Yeah. So and cute. girl. Yeah. A... I think George is a cool name for a girl. Megalomania. Like an angel. Angel. One of them. No, there were Frank. Was it Angel, where the woman in Angel was called Frank? Was it Frank? Angel the Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, Angel the mythology of <laughs> religion. Yeah, Angel.
1: Yeah, Frank.
0: Yeah, it was Frank, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool. I like that. All right. Better than Jenny. It is better than no Jenny. No offence to Jennys.
1: He also had um, a serious problem where he had boils on his arse. So he used to walk around a lot when he was uh, thinking. And apparently when he had really... Big ideas, he would rush to his seat and would sit down and apparently would, like, really hurt his arse.
0: What's that guy do with... Oh, because, like, he forget he had arse boils. Yeah,
1: it's such a good idea.
0: Fucking hell. You talking about, like, Putin and people, like, dying and stuff like that. Mm. Me and Joey went to the Whiskey Museum in Dublin at yep. Christmas.
1: Yeah, you both were very messy afterwards. Yeah,
0: we got met. Oh, you met us, obviously. Uh But the guy who was giving the talk about it, he was talking about, like, you know, people dying and stuff like that. But the his claim was that whiskey was invented in ireland like that's where it originally came from yeah and then he was like look at this well first of all actually he said to he went around every single person who was there and asked them if they'd ever drank whiskey before which was a long arduous way to <laughs> introduce <laughs> so, so dull. he'd go excuse me and he had a very strange accent it was like it was nearly american here comes, comes another like, accent so it was like, no. So he would ask people, he'd say, excuse me, sir, have you ever drank whiskey before? And they'd say like, no, I've drank wine. And he'd go, well, you should try this. It's uh, uh, a, uh, Scottish whiskey that's sour, that has a taste like wine. But after every one, he'd go, and you're very welcome. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. But in a weird, nearly American accent, like I couldn't work out if he was originally Irish. And he also had like one eye, bus eye. He only had one, sorry, I say he had obviously eye. had sorry, one eye. And obviously he had one <laughs> bus eye. So he'd be like, you should try this and you're welcome, like that. And he'd come around to me and bear in mind, it's not long since I was in Japan. And obviously in Japan, I was drinking like high balls and Japanese whiskey. And he said, have you ever drank whiskey before? And I was like, yeah, but recently I've been drinking Japanese whiskey. And he said, oh, what what Japanese whiskey you've been drinking? And I, it's called Santori whiskey. Mm. I randomly said Santry. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Santry. And he looked at me like, what? The fucking Northside whiskey? Like, that's not a thing. Uh, and then Joey obviously was cackling away. And I went, oh, Santori." Sant-. And there was even Japanese people there. But he was saying that they think the whiskey was originally invented in Ireland. And the word... Because obviously water in Ireland is Ishka. Mm. U-I-S-C-E. Yeah. And he uh, he said that, like, if you look at the word Ishka, it can... It looks like the word whiskey. Like, mm. So through translation and writing it down and stuff, they think that that's where the word whiskey came from. So that's interesting. Where did you get that from? He told me. The boss-eyed American, you're welcome, century Japanese. What were we one.
1: talking about? Did we talk talking about Karl Marx's arse boils.
0: Yeah, but I went back to the whiskey. I don't want to know about Karl Marx's arse.
1: <laughs> well, that's the end of my Karl Marx arse story anyway. So, <laughs> Unfortunately.
0: Very interesting. You I do go. like to hear a good story about an arse boil. I like it when, uh, you know, these legendary figures are brought back down to earth.
1: Talking about our spoils here's the sound from Birmingham.
0: We've been talking for a long time and mainly because I did a half hour story about how I'm not allowed to fly on (laughs) Flybe anymore. But I found it very, very informative, Omar.
1: Wow, good, I'm glad, yes. Very,
0: very informative.
1: It was very enjoyable.
0: I think Audio Boom will be very pleased with this. If they have an advert at the start or end of this podcast it's to, it's to do with it. flying, I'm going <laughs> to fucking cry. But I'm very glad you came today, I appreciate it. Is there anything you w- w- want to tell people? Anything you want to plug?
1: No, Jordan is, he's a good flyer. I've seen him, he's safe. Don't worry about him. We'll edit that bit out. I don't
0: know. I mean, Jesus, it's at the end of it. No was listening this far. No, I'm good. Yeah, well, thank you for coming. What I want to do, actually, I want to plug a few podcasts. I want to plug the Sexy Beast podcast starring a uh, friend of the show, Tony Campwell and Mark Jago. Yeah. Uh, search Sexy Beast. Each week they talk about a mythological creature. They call them cryptids. I've never heard of that word before.
1: Cryptozoology, they keep saying.
0: Cryptozoology. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, no, cryptid is the name of the... A, like a, a a label for like a, a mythological okay. creature is a cryptid take a listen to that you can also find that on audioboom.com. fellow boomers and also friend of the show kathy burke and terry McInery, uh have started a podcast called taboo t-a-b also, also with very with good Futter, also very good so listen to that and also don't forget to visit www.myinternetdiarypodcast.com Com. I assume at some point this podcast is going to be sponsored by Squarespace, <laughs> <laughs> so I better get my Squarespace sponsorship. But I have yeah, that website's made by Squarespace, so, uh, so yeah, I can approve. Yeah, give that's us- free advertising there. Also, look me up on Twitter. Boost some. I want some followers. I want to get to fifty followers <laughs> 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 at Jordan Ordinary. Have a look. You, you unfortunately you can't find a fly story, but you can find other other lovely, lovely gems, inappropriate stories such as. Uh, the one i always come back to i i I genuinely think this is the best tweet i've ever done have you ever seen a swan but when you got closer you realize it's just a really stupid goose (laughs) (laughs) that's the kind of gems you're getting people uh so time to say goodbye goodbye omar bye